0: Welcome on into Radio Row at Home uh, presented all week long by Kevin Miller of Caldwell Banker Gundaker here on KlabesOnline.com as uh, well since we can't be in Tampa this week we're, we're going to try to bring you uh, all of the interviews that we usually do each and every year and, and I gotta say I'm very excited for for this one we've actually talked about this man on the uh, on the show before he is the Iron Man, Chris Nickich, along with his father Nick, and we welcome them to uh, our show here on ClavesOnline Chris, Nick, hello, how are you guys?
1: Oh, hi, nice to meet you.
0: Nice to uh, nice to have you guys on. Like I said, since November, we have uh, we we've talked about you. The first time we talked about you guys on the uh, on the show. As many of my listeners know, uh, I, I've been doing a lot of running, biking, everything, and. At some point in early 2020, I, I decided that I was going to start training to do an Ironman. And Chris, you've you've done it, so I, I'm I'm going to spend the, the next few minutes, I think, just getting tips from you and trying to learn what it takes to be a, an Ironman at uh, 21 years old. Which which Ironman competition did you just uh, did you just complete? Let the uh, listeners know.
2: I just completed. Uh... Florida, Ironman and Pemelasi Beach.
0: That's uh that's that's awesome that you, you do that. And then you've been invited now to uh the one in Hawaii, correct? Yeah. When is uh when is that? That is October 9th. Of of 2021? Yeah. So what's the uh what, what's the training been today? What uh what was the training that you uh have you already trained today? What's uh what's that been like? Actually, <clears throat> it's about the trainer. It's
1: about getting sick. Yeah, he's been sick the last week.
0: Oh no! So uh, just kind of taking some time yeah. off. How hard is it for you to take those take those off days? Take a rest day when you need it.
2: I just feel like you know, just hugging too for my dad. Hug her too, and then <clears throat> you see he he uh, makes pancakes, eggs, easy guess, lunch for me. And man, he picks up dinner. You know, you bring that up. So one of the things,
0: not only have we talked a lot on the show about uh, about just training and stuff like that, one thing I love to talk about is eating food and just all, all kinds of food. So when you complete an Ironman, 15 hours swimming, biking, running, What what's that post- Iron Man meal. I want to know what you ate in November after you finished. I ate Waffle House. How much of the menu did you order? (laughs) Oh,
2: all of it. (laughs) Oh, great breakfast. Smothered, covered, with cherries, and bacon. Now, Nick,
0: how much of this, uh, how much of the training do you get on, and on? How how much of this has he dragged you into?
1: Well, more and more. Uh, I'm I'm betting I do almost half of what he does now. And my goal, a little bit at a time, is to see if I can eventually catch him and do an Ironman. It's a it's a hefty goal, but he has inspired me to to think about overcoming some of my obstacles because of watching him overcome so many obstacles. Both physical and intellectual things he was born with, but also all the obstacles that were caused by COVID, and he just found a way to overcome everything in order to achieve the impossible.
0: Uh, Chris, you're you're only 21 years old. So, how long ago was it that you had this goal to complete this, or what? I guess what sparked your uh, your goal to do to to compete in the Ironman? Do you remember when it started? <clears throat> Lucky Lake. Tell, yeah.
2: tell me about Lucky Lake. So a year ago, I swam at the Lucky Lake, and then I swam five thousand yards, and then I signed the wall, Chris World Champ. And that was a little over a year
1: ago. He he crossed the lake back and forth, something we never thought was possible. He signed a wall, Chris World Champ, and I said, "Huh." Why not? Why not do something extraordinary? If you do an Ironman, you could be a world champ, and that's what sparked it.
0: I, I need to know, so like I told you, I, I, so my goal right now, I'm looking at, I wanna do um, Lake Placid in 2022. So that's that's my goal right now is to do that one. I'm signed up for about seven or eight half marathons already this year, already, so there's there's definitely more to come. I mean, who are we fooling? It's February, we, we all know I'm gonna sign up to do a few more. What uh, When it comes to the swimming part, Chris, I think that's the part that's going to get me the most. How do you go from swimming in the pool to swimming in open water? How difficult of a transition was that?
2: Uh, because of the choppy race, I had I had to learn how to uh, calm down, take a couple of deep breaths, and then the water calmed down,
1: and then keep going. Yeah, for about a month before the race, we went to the ocean. It's Cause you're right, that was the most difficult part. And he started out by just getting in the water and just panicking and could barely like, you know, he was hanging on to his guide. But then we just, a little bit at a time, we went back twice a week and, and he would swim a little more each time. And then by the end of the month, he was swimming four or 5,000 yards in the ocean uh, no big deal. So it just, it takes practice. You're right. Uh, if you're going to get ready for the ocean swim, you got to get in the ocean. What, uh, is, you talk about the guide and I, I, you know, I saw the video
0: and the picture and everything. How did that work with the Ironman um, company itself? Was, was there Were there hoops and stuff to jump through to have somebody with them the whole time?
1: There were. We had to negotiate because someone with intellectual disabilities has never done an Ironman. They have physical disabilities, a, a division for that, but he's got both physical and intellectual so we actually had to rewrite the rules where we, we said, look, we just need some accommodations. He's going to do the 140 miles on his own. He's going to do it in the right time. But, you know, Chris can't tie his own shoes. He can't actually put on, get on, on, on and off the bike by himself. Uh, you know, for safety reasons, we'd like to use a tether in the ocean so we don't lose him out there. Uh, and maybe in the future, right, as we get more confident, we'll solve that. But, you know, they made slight little accommodations for him where his guide was there the whole time. And that's part of the special Olympics program. Um, all the athletes, uh, have a unified partner with them. And so we just extended that. Uh, our hope is that the unified partner concept from special Olympics makes its way into the Ironman as a standard. So other special Olympics athletes can follow Chris on his journey to doing a real Ironman. Chris, were you, uh, have, how have you handled
0: all of the, uh, the publicity and all of the, uh, Newfound fame that you've received over the past three, four months from this—I mean, all this stuff—it's
2: been crazy. (laughs) Uh, Because uh, I got invited to (coughs) the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for Bucking. That's awesome! So you've been—you're—are you guys in the Tampa
0: area? We live in Orlando. Okay. So have you always been a Tampa fan
1: or uh, what what team was a, yeah? Absolutely. And and the COO invited us to a game, gave Chris a special football with 1% better, his concept of just getting a little bit better every day. Uh, He got invited to the soccer team and got recognized at halftime. Uh, And just, it's been, it's been amazing. He just signed a book deal. uh, So there'll be a book coming out this year. I mean, the the movie's got to be on the way too, right? Uh, people are negotiating, so we'll see. <laughs> how
0: do you how do you feel about? I mean, Chris. I, so when I when I've told people that I was going to have you on, the uh, the question that has come up most is that I need to ask Chris how his search is going for the smoking hot blonde. I well, I, I okay. got to imagine that having a book deal, negotiations for movies, hanging out with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I got to imagine it's making it a little easier, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were were you not expecting
2: this question today?
1: No, we weren't.
2: Oh <laughs> when you said I was fucking hot. Stop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where did the concept of one percent better come from? So it's something I use in the corporate world to help sales organizations improve and develop a um, change, you know, as, as you know, we need to change in order to get better. So uh, I took that concept and simplified it for Chris so that I can keep him focused every single day on just one thing. And that is how he becomes a little better today than he was yesterday. And the 1% concept is pretty powerful. As you're training for Ironman, it's actually not as hard as a lot of people think it is. Uh, if you follow the 1% concept, and build a strong foundation for about six months, then the last three months just accelerates dramatically. And you make 70 to 80% of your progress actually in the last three months um, by building a really strong foundation. So the 1% really is something that anybody can follow. It's easy, it's painless, uh, it's cumulative. uh, And it's just uh, a concept that's just easy for anybody
0: to follow. You know, you you mentioned the swimming being the hardest, uh, Chris, as uh, with, I mean, 140 miles on a bike. I think people need to realize. You know, you hear that, and it doesn't really. That's how how long did the bike part, portion take for you? It took me like eight hours. Eight hours. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people realize that that is eight hours in the saddle of a bike. That's not usually the most comfortable seat in the world to begin with that you i mean was was that or how would you compare the difficulty of swimming that distance to learning how to just
2: sit on that bike for 8 hours because uh swimming is fun and so the bike is painless. painful painful <laughs> <laughs> uh um, but, but, um I can't uh, eat or drink, like every, every other Ironman, because those people are crazy, and they're crazy I and they do crazy stuff.
1: Yeah, and Chris has an additional difficulty because he can't use clip-ons on the bike, so he gets less power, uh, yeah. he can't use an aero position, so he has to uh, sit up straight, uh, using flat bars, so the wind, you know, is, uh, is, um, is difficult for him. And then, of course, the extra weight on the backside as he sits up as opposed to in an error position. Uh, and then he has to stop every 30 minutes to take nutrition, so he loses about three minutes every 30 minutes, right? So you can imagine, you know, that's about, um, you know, 15 stops at three minutes apiece. Um, so he loses over an hour, hour and a half just stopping. Uh, so he has to overcome all kinds of obstacles to finish the bike in eight hours. You guys have such an incredible team around
0: uh, around him too. Where did you uh, Where did you meet the team that you uh, that you've been working with for
1: this past year year and a half? Well, Special Olympics created an environment that was just amazing for Chris. Uh, so they started a the triathlon program. Then they introduced us to guides who were volunteers from the local tri club and other volunteers. And so we got connected to the community. And so if it wasn't for Special Olympics starting the program and introducing us to the community and the the Tri Club, we wouldn't have had all the support. And as it turns out, this support is absolutely crucial and critical to the success of something like this. Uh, And so Chris has been blessed to have some amazing people like Simone and Dan and Wynn and Hector and uh, Carlos and Jennifer and just a bunch of other really amazing people who have really um, uh, dedicated their time and effort to helping Chris achieve this monumental goal, Chris, who uh, of all the uh,
0: the people that you have gotten to meet now after this, celebrities, uh, you said you've hung out with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Has there been one person that you met and your jaw just dropped that you never thought in your life that you'd meet? Yeah, I said,
1: my wife. you like you like that? Oh, I would. <laughs> Tell them about the really cool people you met. Like who's who's special? Mojo. Um,
2: Theo Vaughn, who are some of the others? Oh my gosh! Um, Theo played an actor in uh, Netflix, he plays as Dirty Jokes.
1: Yeah, Theo Vaughn, he's a comedian out of out of Nashville. He did okay. a podcast last week. Uh, really funny and just absolutely wonderful. And then he offered to take him on a double date. uh, And they're going to go on a double date with Mojo, who's a WWE wrestler. Yeah. WrestleMania in Tampa. So double date with Mojo, Theo, Terrence Ross from the Orlando Magic, and they're all going to bring dates. I I, I got to meet – usually, I mean, Mojo usually hangs out at the Super Bowl every year. So –
0: um, You know, it's unfortunate you don't get to see him because I mean, he's great friends with Rob Gronkowski. And uh-huh. yeah, and last year I got to I ran into him while he was carrying around the 24 seven title. And I, I wanted to see if I could roll him up and pin him and become 24 seven champ. Uh, he wouldn't let me do it, though. He he said he, he couldn't. I think his bosses might have gotten upset if uh, if he would have lost the title to just some radio guy in uh, in St. Louis. Well so. most,
1: one of the coolest people we've met. Uh he is so much fun. He really took to Chris, came to our house, they spent time together, and he promised them, you know, uh a shot in the ring. That's awesome. That's so that is that the next goal. I know
0: you're doing golf now. Is yeah. is, the, is the next goal professional wrestler?
2: Uh oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be coming up. I'm picking a boxer.
0: Okay, is that uh, the Special Olympics? Is that something they, or what are they? Um, other no. sports do they have that that he would be interested in? That Chris would be interested in?
1: Yeah. So, what's the next big next big thing for Special Olympics? You're going to oh. what's this? I'll be
2: going to the USA, Richard James. No USA
1: Summer Games in Orlando. He's going to the USA Summer Games. So Special Olympics USA Games in Orlando in 2022. Are you planning to compete there? or Are you going there as a uh, as an ambassador? Both. Both. He got he got selected as an ambassador, champion ambassador, and he and his team were the first to be invited to the USA Games for triathlon. So, Chris, I mean, you're you know you're an Iron
0: Man now. I, that's got to put kind of a bullseye on you, right? I mean, everybody's got to be coming for you.
1: Yeah, all his friends want to beat him now. <laughs> do you, do you welcome that? Are you are are you? Tell them about Adrian who beat you at the last
2: one. <laughs> Stop it! I <laughs> <laughs> didn't tell them nothing. tell him, Adrian beat you? Don't, don't listen to say It's passage
0: for all. I'm not trouble. <laughs> okay, Chris, it sounds like, I mean, Adrian just keeps getting
2: 1% better and you got to keep up with him now, right? It's a Adrian, you need to let me win. <laughs> you need to let me win. I can ask you out. He wants to ask her out, but she's too young, so he's got to wait.
0: Oh, okay. Well, okay. You keep letting her win, then. I, that if that's uh, if that's the end game, there, keep uh, keep letting her win, <laughs> guys. This this has been so much fun. I I this is I, it makes me regret that we aren't able to do this on Radio Row in person this year. But uh, I really appreciate you guys coming on here and sharing your story and. Chris, uh, I'm gonna keep uh, I'm gonna keep keeping up with you on Instagram, and I, I, you're you're cheering for the Bucks this weekend. I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Go Bucks! Go Bucks! That's uh, Chris and Nick Nickich, uh, Chris an Iron Man um, and a, a great ambassador for the Special Olympics. Joining us here, it's Radio Row at Home, presented all week long by Kevin Miller of Caldwell Banker Gundaker. Guys, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.